Hi, I'm Corny Rample, and today on the Mixed Morning Show, as we prepared for the storm that's supposed to last a couple of days here in southeastern Manitoba, we were looking back to the storm of the century back in 1997. Here are some of the stories you shared with us this morning on Mix. It's the Mixed Morning Show. It's the Mixed Morning Show. I remember when my dad opened the garage door, there's only a small crack that he can crawl out of. Um, to go to work, he had to clean all the streets up. And me and my brother, we were, I was five and he was seven. There was a huge snowdrift in the back of our house and we managed to climb up and toboggan down our roof. It was it was pretty cool. <laughs> and according to my, my dad, he had to bike to work. I'm not sure how he managed that at all. Put some chains on the tires, I'm not sure. But it's pretty wild times. The storm of 97, I remember playing in the backyard, and our backyard faced Lowen Boulevard against the Heritage Cemetery, and it was just a field at that time. And so we just had, like, hedges. We didn't even have, like, an actual fence. So whatever snow blew in from the field basically blew into our yard. And so when we had big storms, like, we always had, like, the fireplace going and roaring up a storm. And then we, when it came time for... The flood of 97, that was something else too, but um, I remember playing in the backyard and our, the snow was like level with our playhouse, which was like six feet off the ground. And um, yeah, so I just remember it being crazy high. Plus, the flood of 97, add that into there yet, that was crazy. Um, I remember churches opening up their doors and inviting people from like Morris and Rosenort area and like to come in and live there because they literally had like nothing because their houses were flooded so like they basically grabbed what they could and took with them because their houses were all flooded and yeah that was crazy I just remember spending lots of time at the church while my mom volunteered and she was like cooking and stuff for for the people that were living in like the Sunday school rooms, the families like they came with whatever they could fit in a backpack pretty much. And my mom actually was just telling me the story yesterday about how she had gone over to my grandma's house and had got her had asked my grandma, listen, there's a lady who moved from Morris or wherever she was from and She's supposed to be having a baby, like, any day now, and she doesn't have anything. She lost all of her stuff in her home, and my grandma gave her a Noah's Ark blanket that my grandma hand-stitched, and my mom actually just so happened to be going over to a massage therapist who, I don't know, somehow the connection was made, and basically... The blanket that was given was to the sister of the massage therapist. And that person still has that blanket and has put it in like a like a little memorabilia thing. But either way, so there was some there's some pretty sweet stuff. My husband enjoyed the blizzard of ninety seven because he could legally ride his snowmobile on the street. He checked on all our friends, picking up bread and milk and things like that for some of them. Thankfully, both 7-Eleven and First Choice were open. 
The flooding this storm caused resulted in us having to postpone our wedding social because the army took over the hall in Ildeshane to use as barracks because they were called in to help with the extra sandbagging. So 97 is a year we'll never forget. So I have lived through two major blizzards. The first one was November the 7th, 1986, and we had 35 centimeters of snow in 11 hours. We had to use snowmobiles for two days to get around, and we had so much snow that we could climb to the top of the snow and just step out onto our roof, and then we could jump off without actually getting hurt. The second storm was 1997. We had driven my parents to the airport. They were leaving for Palm Springs, and they managed to get the last flight out of Winnipeg before the major storm hit. We lived in Enola at the time, and we were driving back from Winnipeg, so it took us like probably about four hours to get home. We made it home safely, but then we were snowed in for a good two days. My uncle had come to the airport with us, and he was planning on going home, but he had to stay with us until Monday. That's as soon as we could get out of our yard. It's the Mixed Morning Show. It's the Mixed Morning Show. Hi, my name is Jen, and I've just been asked to share a little bit of my story, what happened in my life in the storm of 1997. On April 1st, I my water started to break. Um, I was having my first baby, and that was a Tuesday. And then I went into partial labor, which continued on till Friday when I got a fetal assessment done in Winnipeg. They kept me overnight, induced me for 13 hours. And Saturday, April 5th, the storm of 97, I gave birth to my first baby boy. Um, I was stuck in the hospital for three days, at least, it might have been four, it was a very long time ago. Um, but yeah, that son of mine, uh, he turned 25 this year, and um, or this last week, I guess, and I told him every time um, that he gets snow around his birthday, it's his gift from God. So just a reminder, but yes, it was quite the week, um, it was quite the week. The nurses were amazing, though, at St. Boniface, they were um, really good. Um, but yeah, that was my experience of the storm of 97. Thanks. During the storm of 97, I was very, very pregnant. I was nine months pregnant. And the storm had hit at the beginning of April. And we lived in a fourplex that didn't have, that only had one door access. So we only had the front door. And we couldn't get out. The, the snow had been blown up against the door and we couldn't get out. And in our living room, we had a large picture window. And at the bottom of the living room window, we had a window that was about maybe 12 inches, 20, 12 to 24 inches in height that actually opened to let, let the air in. So I had bundled up my five-year-old and my three-and-a-half-year-old <laughs> and sent them outside with their Barney the Dinosaur shovels, and they started to clear the snow out from in front of the door enough that I could open it and then went out with the larger shovel, and we all continued to shovel the snow and clear the door. And a few weeks later, their little baby brother was born, safe and sound. The second half of that story was that the hospital had misplaced my baby and what had happened was 
once the snow had, uh, once the storm had hit and the snow had melted, there was danger of flooding. And so as a precautionary measure, the hospital that I was in was transferring patients to other hospitals and or releasing them early. So I was released, discharged early. Um, they gave me my baby and I went home. The weekend had passed and I get a phone call from the hospital <laughs> and she very nervous, the woman at the other end very nervously asked, um, Michelle, do you have baby? <laughs> I was very confused by the question. I was like, of course I have the baby. Why wouldn't I have my baby? And what had happened apparently was during the transfer of patients, my son's documents, um, instead of being put in the discharge pile, had put, been put in the transfer pile. So they all had assumed my son had been transferred to the other hospital. And when they saw that he wasn't there, nor was he at the former hospital, they kind of panicked. <laughs> so I had my baby for an entire weekend and nobody knew where he was except me. But everything was fine. Everybody was safe and everything got cleared up. I had a small infant, two months old. We lived in a house trailer on a hog farm. We had no hydro for 72 hours. Thank goodness for a wood stove and a baby that nursed so I could feed her. So during the storm of the century in 97, I can't say I actually remember what I did to pass the time. Um, but I know we were stuck at home for a few days and some friends of mine actually came over on their snowmobiles and they actually came to see if we needed anything. Um, and yeah, they were just really having some fun, I think, but <laughs> I thought that was pretty fantastic. And we, uh, got them to return some movies for us so I didn't get late fees and they picked up some groceries, which was really nice. Uh, they had fun, I think, taking their snowmobiles down Main Street into the stores. And <laughs> what other time do you get to do that? You don't get an opportunity like that. Uh, it was a few days later that I still wasn't able to get out of the parking lot and I was washing dishes at home and I cut my hand pretty bad on a glass that popped and I needed to go and get stitches. And my vehicle, I just wrapped a towel around my hand and I was trying to get to the hospital myself but my car was literally frozen to the ground. I could not move, even though the parking lot was partially cleared. Uh, I just couldn't get out of there. So I had to call my dad, who had cleared his driveway and gotten his car out. And dad came to the rescue and drove me to the hospital and waited with me until I got my stitches and everything. And so, yeah, it was an eventful time. I hope this one will be um, less eventful than that. It's the next morning show.